It's Meteorological Monday on the Weather Jazz Podcast. Weather, weather, whether you like it or not. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and periodically some interesting off-topic episodes. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Berlinger. I'm a senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 290 for Monday, January 31st, 2022. Well, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you check out the episode just before this Episode number 289, a very popular one that I released on Friday, where I spoke with my brother, Denny Bernier, who lives in New Bedford, Massachusetts, and they were essentially in ground zero of the most recent snowstorm to affect southern New England over the weekend. Now, before we put this storm behind us and look ahead to the next one, which is going to be more of an Ohio Valley event, Let's take a look at some of the daily snowfall records and total snowfall records that fell from this system this past weekend in Boston. And it's pretty much encapsulated by this particular special weather statement that was issued by the National Weather Service in Taunton, Massachusetts, which is a suburb of Boston for all intents and purposes, on Sunday afternoon at 3.07 p.m. And they go on to list the snowfall records from the storm on Saturday. And it says, and I quote, the all-time record daily snowfall of 23.6 inches was tied yesterday at Boston, Massachusetts. The only other time this occurred was on February 17th, 2003 when also 23.6 inches of snow fell. The 23.6 inches of snow breaks the all-time daily snowfall record for Boston in the month of January. The previous record for January was 22.1 inches, and that was set on January the 27th, 2015. This also breaks the daily snowfall record for January the 29th. The previous record was... 3.7 inches set in 1928. Obviously, that one was eclipsed by quite a bit. The special weather statement goes on as follows. Boston saw a two-day snowfall total of 23.8 inches of snow from January the 28th to the 29th. This falls in at the number two position for the second highest two-day snowfall total for the month of January, behind 24.4 inches, set on January 26th through the 27th in 2015. This falls in at the sixth highest all-time two-day snowfall. Just in case you were wondering, the current record is at 27.6 inches of snow, 
and that was set on February 17th through the 18th in 2003. Obviously, a lot of dates to consume. A lot of them are somewhat contemporary in nature, meaning that they've occurred in the last 10 or 20 years. And there are a ton of ways to slice and dice this particular storm over the weekend with wind speeds that, in some cases, some unofficial reports were going between 80 and 90 miles per hour in places like Situate, Massachusetts, which is right along the coastline south of Boston. Now, I did post a number of videos and also some uh, snapshots from my brother in New Bedford, Massachusetts over the weekend. Not only did I post them on AndreBernier.com, but also on WeatherJazz.com for episode number 289. So if you have any kind of curiosity, go check it out. It is certainly something that they will remember for quite some time. But we've got another system brewing. And this one won't be going into the Northeast, but rather will be affecting the Ohio Valley in a very complicated way. So when we come back after the break, I'll give you a sneak peek as to what kind of complexity really prevents us from putting hard numbers on this so early in the game. We are still two to three days away from this event, which could in fact be very significant or it may end up being just uh, a bit of an inconvenience. It depends on a couple of variables. All of that coming up after the break. Don't go away. All right, we're back and we're talking about the potential for a decent wintry system which will affect much of the Ohio Valley and even the Upper Plains, the Northern Plains, eventually affecting perhaps even parts of New York State and northern New England. But the problem is the fact that this system will have a lot of nuances the way it's looking. And what do I mean by that? Well, we have to look at the current weather scenario. The sunshine is out on this Monday. Things are melting slowly but surely. Even though the temperature is only approaching 32 degrees, The sunshine, being a bit more powerful now, starting to come up in elevation, means that it's working on a lot of the pavement. And that's definitely a good thing. That will certainly go a long way in helping clear the atmosphere, clear the roadways, clear driveways, clear pathways, walkways, that kind of thing. In addition to that, temperatures will actually go above 40 degrees. And that was something that we carried over from last week. We saw the temperature potential for 40, 41, 42, even 43 degrees going into Tuesday and quite possibly on Wednesday. So initially the system, the next system dropping into the central part of the country will have Ohio on the warm side or the mild side of the storm. That essentially means that at least to start on Wednesday, the precip type will be in the form of rain. But the system very, very quickly wraps a lot of cold air. We're still dealing with a basic cold weather flow out of Canada. So that's going to get involved into the system, get pulled into the flow. And as the frontal boundary sags to the east, we'll go from the mild side to the cold side. 
And the transition could be certainly a lot messier than just a very definitive shift from rain to snow. Now, granted, that does happen, but in this particular scenario, the way we're looking at the storm development, it is very likely that the colder air will arrive at the surface first, while the mild air remains just above it. And essentially, that is a recipe for freezing rain, at least to start. And then, as the cold air gets deep enough, sleet. And then, as the cold air gets much more established from the ground up in altitude, that's when we see a switchover to snow. So that transition is going to be somewhat messy the way it is looking. And obviously, at two and a half days out, there is a lot of elbow room and margin for error for all intents and purposes. Go check out the maps, thanks to Weatherbell, that I will have on Weather Jazz episode number 290. And you'll see a very, very sharp cutoff on where the heavy snow is, where the lighter snow is, and likely where there won't be much snow, if any, especially in southern Ohio. Now, the models do differ a little bit. The European model has a much sharper cutoff with that line somewhere splitting the northern counties with the southern counties of the Fox 8 viewing area. And that makes forecasting extremely difficult because there, in that case, might be some backyards that are probably not experiencing a lot, while others right along the lakeshore are getting an absolute huge amount of potentially crippling types of snow, the kind of snow that maybe even southern New England experienced over this past weekend. Now, the other computer model, the American model, a little more generous with snowfall all across the viewing area, having that transition line much farther south and maybe not quite as much of a very sharp uh, delineation between snow and no snow. So at this stage in the game, it is still very much in question. We're obviously on snow watch, which means that we'll have to watch this very carefully. My guess is that it will pretty much dictate what I do on the Wednesday release of Weather Jazz. So go check it out when you have a chance. That will be episode number 291 on Wednesday, unless some other news comes out and I need to put out an earlier episode on Tuesday. It's all in flux. It's all in play. And as I like to say, on the television side, It's all very interesting, and the anchors pretty much know that when I use the word interesting, it's usually for a reason that is going to perhaps cause us some difficulty in travel, difficulty in cleaning things out, that is, over the winter anyway. That's the weather word or the operative word that I like to use Uh, in order to give everyone a heads up. Interesting. Believe me, it will be interesting because of the nuances of the system, just as it was very much a point of interest this weekend for people living in southern New England and in southern Maine. They were definitely glued to all kinds of media 
and by the way, I have seen some interesting things on social media uh, already this morning, cautioning everybody to uh, please be careful about reposting forecasts with numbers uh, on them at this early stage. Now, I will be posting some of these maps as merely guidance. In other words, don't take any of these maps home to the bank to cash in and say, we're going to get X amount of snow according to this map. Well, I've got a lot of maps up there. And right now there's too much variability in the track, the strength, the nuances of how the transition will go from rain to snow, how long that transition will take, simply too many. So please do us all a favor. Please don't retweet or repost forecasts with specific numbers that go into great detail about a storm that is still two to three days away. Too much elbow room. We'll get there. Believe me, by Wednesday of this week, we'll probably have a pretty good handle on what we may be facing Uh, Come Thursday, especially, I think Thursday is going to be the day where a lot is going on in the atmosphere. Wednesday will be more of the transition day, certainly starting off as rain first. And that will be kind of a, a good time to make sure everything's all cleaned up before the temperatures begin to fall again. One more time, this is going to be interesting without a doubt. Well, that's going to wrap things up here on Meteorological Monday here on Weather Jazz, episode number 290. Again, I have some supporting maps uh, that are going to be posted on that episode as well. If anything breaks, if if there's anything new substantive that would be a benefit to anybody in the Ohio Valley, I'll try to get an episode 291 out. But for right now, uh, I think that that will be released on my normal schedule, and that's going to be on Wednesday, February the 2nd, the first Wednesday and the first episode in the month of February. In the meantime, if you have a question or a topic suggestion, or you simply just want to say hello, I always welcome your input, and there are two very easy ways to get in touch with me. The first is via email, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. Or you can always call me. The Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line is there 24 hours a day, 234-525-5888, 234-525-5888. And all of that information is always available on my website, weatherjazz.com. Click on the contacts page at the very top. And if you'd like to become a supporter of this program, we welcome that. Just click on the supporter tab. You'll see who it is that supports us right now and the ways that you can get plugged in to this program. All right, lots going on. We will see you on Wednesday. It is, yes, one more time, going to be interesting. See you then. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz Podcast.